Hello, 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 and welcome back to the show. You are tuned in to Break Fast with Tiffany Favorite. I am so excited about this new thing that I'm doing, and you know, I thought it would be uncomfortable, but if it's something that God has called you to, <laughs> you just move in it, you just walk in it, just breathe in it, you trust Him, let Him be your guide, and you can do all things through him that strengthens you all things are possible i just want to thank you all for tuning in thank you for supporting me thank you for sharing and uh posting for other people to follow the show if you haven't um had an opportunity to hear the first episode you can go back but this is episode two really where we're going to delve in dive into Topics, because the first one was just letting you guys know what what I what I will be talking about. But um, man, this has been a week already. We have made it to the seventh day. I believe seven is the number of completion, and we have made it to the seventh day in January 2022. Hallelujah! I just thank God for it. I mean, who would have ever thought? You know. Um, with 2021 bringing so many changes and so many ups and downs, we still made it through. And guess what I hear God saying? We have a long way to go. We have a lot of ground to cover. The best is still yet to come. God said that he has promises for you and he will keep every promise. And I just believe God for that. I just thank him. Wow, we serve an awesome God. Um, Today, let's talk about continuing to do things different in the new year. I, you know what we do when we get um, right at 1231 of whatever year, <laughs> every time we get the New Year's Eve, we start making all these uh, New Year's resolutions and saying what all we're going to do and what we're not going to do going into the new year. But be true to yourself in 2022. Let's not take the same old resolutions that we never uh, finish Let's not take those things into 22. Let's break fast. Break the old way of doing things. Break the lies and the chains. Break away from the old stuff and move fast into the new stuff. That's what break fast is. That's what it is for me. Break away from those things that do not grow you, from those things that try to hold you back. Break away from your old habits. And I want to devote this to the church folk today and the Christians. You know, I, I was just thinking about how disappointing it is when you start to really support people that you think. You heard what I said. I said, think, love God the way you do and really want to make a change in the world and really want to see God's kingdom built and don't have a hidden agenda. It's very disappointing when you see that people are not on the same level as you are or have the same heart that you have for God. But I always hear God say, I told you trust no man. I told you. Everybody not going to love the way you love. This is an individual walk, and that's what I had to be reminded of. And in 2022, let's break away from trusting what man says about God and trust God for yourself. Now, I know that's kind of harsh, right? 
because the word says that how you going to know unless somebody teach you. There are many who are called, but the chosen are few. There are some people that are really on fire for God. And I don't want to call names and forget somebody. So you know who you are. If you know you're living for God and you've made an impact in the world, thank God, praise God, keep moving. But if you know that you've just been doing this because it's productive for you, uh, you like the way it makes you feel to have so much power over people, that's the wrong, wrong attitude. And I pray for you. I pray for you to change and turn from your wicked ways. That's the difference between church folk and Christians. Church folk don't care about how other people feel. Christians are wise in their way of thinking. They're careful with their words. They're slow to to anger and they don't speak fast. You know, they use wisdom. Church folk will cut you at the neck and the knees and could care less about you. They will use you, abuse you, and throw you away. Let's not be church folk. In 2022, some of us have been in the church forever, but the church is not in us. Let's make a difference this year. Break away, break fast from manipulation. There's a spirit of manipulating, uh, the spirit of manipulation in the church. It's just like, wow, it's like, who, who can I fool this week? How much money can I get this one to sow into my ministry? We, we come up with numbers. Some people come up with numbers and tell you to sow a seed. If you, for a $5 seed, for a $55 seed. It's like if you believe it, you want to sow. If you believe it, believe it. And sowing, sowing is good. Sowing is good. But sow from your heart. Don't sow into somebody's ministry thinking that that is going to get you what that person has prophesied or prophesied or propaganda is what they use. You've got to be careful. The Bible says try the spirit by the spirit to see if it's even of God. And some of us just hear somebody say God and you just all in. You ain't heard nothing else. You're a Jesus. And then you just take off from there. And any and everything they say, you just believe it. You got to trust God for yourself. So breaking fast in 2022 is going to have you checking that word for yourself. That's the challenge for 2022. I heard our first lady, Aisha Johnson, say today um, that we need to start. She's, she does I, I Fear to Fit, and it's not a workout program, weight loss and um, training the body, getting healthy. And, um, you know, it's good that she said that because a lot of times during the, the beginning of the year, we want to start joining a gym and we'll we'll find ourselves going to the gym maybe that first you know the first week of January or maybe the first month of the year and then it just starts you know spiraling down and before you know it you're paying for a membership and you don't even attend the gym you know I mean let's start with little baby steps start in your home first you know, start doing things different before you start moving into, you know, the big stuff that you know you really can't handle. You got to start small. And if you be faithful over a little bit, that's what God says in his words, that he'll make you ruler over much. So to me, you have to grow. You have to grow. And it takes a while to grow. A baby doesn't become an adult overnight. A baby doesn't become an adult in a month. Some of us start off uh, with these babies 
and I'm talking about spiritually when I think about your business or when I think about whatever uh, goals you want to meet, if you want to go back to school, if you want to, you know, just just start your own uh, nonprofit, just different things. You know, we have a whole a lot of ideas and we start off with the baby and then like in a few months, if it doesn't grow, you, you lose interest in it. And what you don't feed and what you don't nourish and what you don't do not pour into will die. Your dreams and visions have to have life. And in order for them to be healthy and grow into what you want them to grow into, you have to feed it. You have to support it. Now, I have my clothing business. I do have my boutique. And I don't always have to be in there. But I, I, I put into my business. I put into my business. I don't have a lot of clients with my um our counseling business me and my husband have but guess what the clients we do have we're very honest with them we're very caring with them our devotion to them is integral our commitment to them is confidential and trustworthy and if we be faithful over that or have it where we have so many clients I'll have to stop working the 9 to 5 again <laughs> you know we'll have to you know have to get other helpers in get other employees I can't wait until that time comes I really can't praise God for that but get back to church folk and the difference between church folk and, and Christians I see so many people just they're one way in the daytime or in the morning, they sending all kinds of scriptures to you, or they're um, posting all kinds of scriptures on their um, social media pages. And by the afternoon, it's a different story. Christians are consistent. That's the difference between Christians and church folks. Church folk you can't depend on. You don't know if they're going to be there next week. You don't know if you can ask them, to, hey, I want you to... You know, help us with this new um, this new program we're about to do, or this new thing we want to do to challenge folk and um, get people back in the church. And then they don't know if you're gonna be there next week. A Christian is there, sun up, sun down, in out of season. It doesn't matter. A Christian is in it to win souls. A Christian cares about a person's soul. Church folk, they care about numbers. How, many, how much money they can get from somebody or how many people they can pack in the church, how many pews they can pack. We got to change our vision and, and change our way of doing things. Break fast from being church folk and become a Christian. Christians are like Christ. Christ didn't walk around fooling people. He was a giver. He was a giver. Christ didn't go around saying one thing and acting a certain way. If he did, the Bible would have said so. When he was, wherever he was, he still maintained integrity. I believe that. I believe when he was at the wedding and turned the water into wine, he still was integral. He still was Jesus. And if we're going to be Christ-like, then we need to always be that wherever we are. Do we have to be uh, so holier than thou? No. But we do have to have credibility. I don't want to act a certain way 
around certain people. And then one another way in the church. I don't want to do that. I don't want nobody to catch me off guard. And, you know, they may have wanted to confide in me or ask me some questions about the Lord. But then they saw me acting a fool. And when I say acting a fool, I'm not just talking about getting out in the street, dancing and all that. When you go to the parties and drinking and all that. You know what I mean. When you overindulge. When you're doing just like the world. The world can't, you can't witness to the world once you start doing what they're doing. When you eat of the forbidden fruit, you can't pass out no, you know, fruit. You can't, you can't give nobody anything to eat. But you're doing the same things that they're doing. You, you biting off the same forbidden fruit they're biting off of. You're supposed to be showing them a different way of eating, a different way of living. You need to be showing them what that word say. Taste and see that the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting. You can't be saying, oh, taste and see, and then when ain't nobody looking, are you in another city or another country, you're doing the opposite of what you're telling somebody to do, to live for God and to get his promises. That's confusing, and you don't know who knows who. So you better be careful where you are going, Christians, so-called, church folk. How How have you been in church for 10, 20 years and still the same? How do you do that? That's not Christian-like behavior when God has already said, if you seek him first and his righteousness, then everything will be added to you. And then some of us, you know, you're going to church, you're hearing the word, but your life hasn't changed. Still running the streets, still doing the same things. You cannot do that and be prosperous in the call that's on your life. You can't mess up your anointing. You saw where that guy Lucifer kicked out of heaven. You have to make a choice. Am I going to be church folk or am I going to be a Christian? This should not even be a question, to be honest. We wonder why the church is not full. We wonder why people come to church for a while and then you see they disappear and you never see them again or it'd be five and six years later. Or five and six months later. And then church folk have the audacity to step to those people and say, where you been? I ain't seen you trying to make them feel guilty about not being there. You don't know if it was something they saw you do. We have to realize that a lot of people say, um, I got to know God for myself. You do. But we as Christians who are already in the gospel, we have to be the example that this word is true. Our actions have to speak and represent the kingdom. You can't do that being church folks. Church folks are people who just go to church on Sunday because they're in a routine. And then they think that if they do that, then God will bless them. Or God will keep, they'll keep getting money. You'll keep, because they base everything upon money. They, they base, base blessings. You know, uh, you're blessed. I'm blessed, man. God bless me. Because you think because you got a nice house, you blessed. The devil can get that. The world gets that with no problem. A good credit score gets you a nice house. A good credit score gets you a, a, a nice ride. But God said he wants to give you exceeding, abundant life. He want to give you that and more. 
You should not be in the church 12 and 10, 10, 12, 20 years and still the same person. I see it all the time. I don't understand how some people, um, they've been at, you meet them at the church. You meet them there. You join because you, the word is different. The word has caught, captured you. It's something about the word has confirmed that there are some things that you need to get up under the blood. And you begin to go to the church. You join. You listen every Sunday. You're bringing new people with you. You're excited about what you hear. And then you see people. You meet people there. And then two, three years down the line, you've grown. You've, you've gotten um, to be over certain things in the church. They've appointed you to positions. You've been ordained and all of that. And the same people that you met there is still doing the same thing. Don't care to grow or anything. That's church folk mentality. You got to break away from that. Break away fast from that. And another reason why some people remain the same way, because they see you. They see how you you are. And you know, let me tell you something about somebody who comes from the street. They could see you a mile away. They could see if you're full of it a mile away. They could see it a mile away. Think about this. When Jesus came, he went, he didn't go to the synagogues. The disciples were men that were like in the 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 the, the inner parts of the city. You understand what I'm saying? The hood of the hood. He went got the real people that was out there that he knew he can trust their hearts, right? And, and some of us, me, I was in the street. I grew up in the hood. I moved from hood to hood. I was in the country first. I grew up in White Castle, Louisiana, where everybody didn't take no mess. <laughs> moved to Bayou, where everybody don't take nothing. You understand me? My, my father is from Plaquemine, Louisiana. Okay? Real recognized, real. And then by the time I was 15, I moved to the inner city in Baton Rouge. I moved to mid-city area in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I lived on Laurel Street, right off of downtown, right in downtown Florida for 26. I was on 26 in Laurel Street. Where I lived in the hood, you either get it or get got. You better get with it. You better understand how the streets function, who to mess with, who not to mess with, what they're all about. When you, when you can make it there. And I remember when I moved to New York, I remember the saying they used to say, uh, if, you, if you make it there, you can make it anywhere. From all of the experience I had in the cities, I moved to New York and wasn't afraid of nothing. Why? Because I watch how I moved. I'm, I'm not coming to nobody else's territory and trying to knock them down and make myself known. My actions, my movements told people what I was about. I wasn't afraid of anyone. I could go to Newark and sit up in the restaurant and sit among the, the thugs and, and be and befriended them. And guess what? Now I'm in the kingdom and I'm still able to befriend anyone. I'm not looking at nobody sideways. But you better know that I have my alarm on. I see you a mile away. I smell it a mile away. You can put sugar on it, but it's still got a stench to it. And you know what I mean. I won't say the word, but I ain't no dummy. And I thank God for that. And he can use me. 
I like what he says in his word that you got to be as wise as a serpent, but gentle as a dove. He didn't say be a serpent. Some church folk, church folk, serpents, snakes, they, they be talking to you and the whole time you can hear this. You can hear it. <laughs> you can't fool me. I know the difference. And church folk are not just the ones sitting on the benches. They're on your usher board. They're in your pulpit. They're praying for you and laying hands on you. Got to be careful. You better be careful. I, I saw a post the other day. The man of God said, you got to be careful who table you're eating from. I, I say this. You got to be careful when you eat at the table with people who are familiar with you. The ones you've been eating with for a while. You got to be careful. You got to be vigilant. You got to be ready. You got to know that the enemy is out to attack you. Church folk don't care about attacks. Church folk are sitting in the middle of a war on their phone, scrolling. And we are, just like my sister said, Fran said last night on the end table, we are in a war. Christians are always ready for battle. Christians are already, always ready with a word in their mouth. Christians know how to respect territory. And you learn that from the streets. Just because you came into the kingdom and now you're a part of God's kingdom does not mean that you get to just walk and trample over people. You got to handle people with care if you want to get their attention, if you want to save them. Somebody prayed for you and had you on their mind and you got saved. And you should do the same thing and not just be a church going person who thinks they can name it and claim it. Don't put nothing, don't invest anything in the gospel. Don't tithe. Give their $2 in collection. When God has blessed them with a great job, making good money, you won't give to the church, church folk. Church folk won't give to the church, but they will pay whatever amount of money it is to go on trips, to go to their favorite sport event. At Christmas time, Christmas is supposed to be about Christ. Look, Christ and the M-A-S is must and mas or mas and mas in, in Latin is more. So Christ more, but Christ ain't even in Christmas no more. You church folk are buy up the whole mall, but only put $2 in the collection plate. Won't even tithe. Be different in 2022. Break fast away from those things that hold you back and hold you down. I don't want to live by the skin of my teeth when it comes to surviving. I want to be successful at everything that I touch. I hear God telling me that, that I'm a blessed woman of God, that I'm anointed. There are things in me that that God uses to bring other people into the kingdom. I will never forget a couple of, may have been a few months ago, I was requested to come and sing at um, Pastor, oh, one of my good friends and, and his wife. I love him to death. I, I, to life, to life. I love him to life. I don't have to see them for another year. But guess what? The love we have for each other. 
if it took a whole year for me to see him again, it's going to be all love when we do when I, we do meet. But I tell you what, I didn't have, I enjoyed being a part of his celebration. He made 50 and his family, his beautiful wife and his beautiful children, they put together his brothers and sisters. With it. it was just beautiful. They all got together and organized this big, beautiful celebration for him making 50. And so I was uh, singing and my boy Titus showers. Oh my God. God has really blessed that man. He has an anointing on him, on his voice. It's just a, a, a wonderful, he has a wonderful spirit. Uh, congratulations to him. He's, he asked his beautiful fiance <laughs> to marry him. So, I, you know, he's just a blessing as well. But I had the opportunity to minister in song, and we were at a birthday party. People were in a line getting ready to, you know, getting their food. They were in a buffet line getting their food. And I'm telling you, the power of God was released from you. And the singers that was with me. And the band that was the power of God moved. And I opened my eyes at one point and saw a lady on her knees. Praising the Lord in the middle of a party. Church folk don't care about that. That make church folk uncomfortable. Like, you know, she, what is all that? Are they going too far? We we call ourselves Christians. We call ourselves Christians. I'm talking about every, you have some people that every time the church doors are open, they are in there and they are yelling and screaming and uh, speaking in tongues and yes, Jesus, this and that. And you see them outside of the sanctuary and they won't even part their lips to speak. It's hurtful. They church folk and don't even know it. That's church folk. Because Christians will greet you wherever they are. Got a smile on their face regardless to whatever issues they're going through. They got a smile on their face. And, and you're able to look at that Christian. You are able to look at that Christian and be like, wow, if they can praise God with all of that stuff I know they got going on, then I can do it too. Yeah, that's the that's the way I want to live. I want to live that people are able to look at my life and say, man, yeah, yeah, I could do that. That's interesting. Let me try Jesus. <laughs> when you try Jesus, when you taste of him, when you see of his goodness, when you experience him and when, when you're not playing any games with him, he will make himself known to you and blow your mind. Church folk minds don't get blown because they don't care about that. They don't care about kingdom. They don't care about what God cares about. They just think that if they just show God that they're a nice person, I'm a good person, I know I'm going to heaven. If you're not doing anything that reflects the kingdom now, I need you, I just need you to explain to me what, what makes you think that you're going to do it after this life, in the next life. I'm not understanding. Come on, let's break fast from these, these, these ugly ways. You know, some, I have to be careful how I, how, I, how I approach this because I'm very well known in my church and around the city. I'm very well known on social media. And so I will not shed light on negative things that I see that disturb me. I'm very careful who I discuss that with. And I discuss it with people so we can pray about it. That God will remove that mess 
but there are some things I see that's so disappointing. How can you intercede for people but don't speak to them? How come we are a team? We're supposed to be in this thing together, but you don't even speak to your teammate. But you want everybody to know you love God. You say all the right things. But your heart is far from them. Let's break away from that kind of stuff. You say the right things, but your heart is far from God. You say all of the things God is. You want everybody to know that you are just on fire for God. But you don't even acknowledge people's existence. What is that? That's foolishness. That's the devil. Let's break away from devilish foolishness. And let's do what God has called us to do, which is build this kingdom, man. You can't be one way. I know there are some, listen, sometimes I want to say some things and just blow stuff out of the water. But why? Why am I going to do that? Because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, and, and I'm disappointed in it. Mm-mm, I'm not going to rock like that. I'm going to have a yet will in my spirit. I'm going to keep on going. Right now, it disturbs me that I have a friend who I haven't had for as long. My son is over 30, and I've known this person for about that time. And I don't know what the deal is. I know what the deal is. And it's sad that you would allow something as petty as a, a few, a couple of dollars make you don't want to talk to me. When if you called me, today or tomorrow and say you needed to me to do something with you. If I can, I will. Most times you call me, I'm doing something. We're, our schedules are both busy. But when you asking me to minister with you some, do something with you, I'm all in. When I've asked, hey, is it, is it a paying gig or anything? No, just do it because you love God. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, you know, you're right. I was just asking. But then, when I put you up on something, and the people didn't follow through, you got an attitude? Guess what? I'm going to still love you. Your birthday came, I still blessed you. You didn't even say thank you. But guess what? If you came in my face today or tomorrow, if you call me because you listened to this podcast and heard me talking about the situation, I'm still going to love on you. Even if you say something that you know will get up under my skin. I'm going to remember that it's just a test. We got to watch it. Listen to me, Christians, church folk. You, you got to watch how you handle people because it's going to come back on you. You better watch how you handle folk. I, mean, I hear things and I, and I see how people handle people. And then you justify it through your position. Shame on you. You just church folk. That's not Christian behavior. That's just elevated church folk stuff. Break away from that mess. The lying and the cheating. You think nobody, just because nobody don't see it, you can run game on them? God said in his word that he wouldn't have me to be ignorant. So you may fool me for a while. But God won't allow me to continue to be fooled. First of all, already looking at you from a distance, following you, but not closely. Because if you get too close, you can't see. 
So I'm going to follow you where I can see. And when I see that stuff, it makes me be like, okay, Lord, I hear you. He says, see that right there? That's not me. That's how God talked to me. See that right there? How you used to deal in the world? You can't deal like that no more. I had a bad attitude. But I refuse. I refuse to have a bad attitude when I know now that my attitude sets my atmosphere. So if I'm going to have a nasty attitude, I'm going to have a nasty atmosphere. Everything about me going to be nasty. I'm going to miss out on some things being nasty. I don't have time for that, especially if I am a Christian. If I have confessed and professed that I am a Christian, then that's what I got to do. I got to behave like one. I ain't going to say act, because an act is just what some people are doing in the church. Acting, pretending to be a Christian. But their heart, they got a zeal. They're zealous for them. But their heart is far from them. They set their own fire for God. When you're doing things, when you're working, but your heart is far from them. Think about this when Mary and Martha were preparing food for a feast that was getting ready to happen, a celebration that was getting ready to happen, and Jesus stepped on the scene. Mary stopped everything she was doing and fell on, fell on her face before God. She wanted to just sit at his feet. She wanted to sit in the arms of Jesus. But Martha was still over there preparing the food. Martha had the audacity to say, well, you better tell her to get over here and help me, and I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> you know. You better tell her to get over here and help me. But Mary was in the right position. She humbled herself. She stopped what she was doing, and she humbled herself before God. She was hastening to him, to his presence. And Martha was all about works, and that's the difference between a Christian and church folk. Church folk is about work. Christians care about what. Jesus cares about or what God thinks about it. Not just about what God says, but what what do you think God thinks about it? His word is the answer to what he thinks about it. You know better. And they have more people that confess to be Christians that are on social media that entertain more garbage than the world. And see, you won't repost it on your page because you have an image to it. To, up, to uphold, but you'll send it in the inbox in a minute. And I'm not talking about jokingly little funny things to make somebody smile because I do that. I'm talking about things that are just trashy. The cussing, the sexual innuendos. Did I say that word right? Innuendos, sorry. <laughs> I told you I'm country and I'm hood. God can use me. He used Peter. (laughs) I hope that you found what I said today encouraging and and put some things on your mind to, to just watch. Be watchful. Be mindful. And don't become church folk. Don't become so comfortable that you can just come to church and do what you want to do. You should not be able to come to church and hear the word, especially where I fellowship at, you should not be comfortable, so comfortable that you hear the word 
and it doesn't meet you where you are. You just feel a little shame while you're there. And you you say praise the Lord, hallelujah, while you're in the church because you don't want to look guilty. But you go right back out the door and do the same thing. You go right back out the door smoking weed. I know some people that will come in church and minister, minister through song, minister in whatever position they in, and go right out the church the same day, go to the restaurant, get drunk. Don't care who see them. Smoking and everything. You can't minister to me. You can't tell me nothing. You can't help me. Once I see you doing the same things you telling me that I should come from among them, that I shouldn't be doing, but I see you doing it, you can't witness to me. Because I'm very careful about who I allow to witness to me. I protect my salvation. When I see the evidence of change in you, we can rock and we can roll. But God won't allow me to be fooled. He won't allow me to be fooled. The anointing on my life will not allow, it's a radar. It's a radar and it's like um, the thing at the airport when you walk through with your bags when you're going (laughs) to get up on your plane and you check in. And after you check in, you go to, to whatever gate you go to. You got to go through, um, what is it, TSA? You go through there and um, you go through this machine and it can actually see what's inside of you. And God has given me gifts that I can see things that I prophetically can see and hear. And I don't play with it. I do not play with it. If I, if I, if God tells me to tell somebody something, and I tell it to them, and they, they, they come confirm that it's God who, who, who it has to be God because I, I didn't know their business. I don't take that nowhere else. I don't go. Yeah, I was talking to so and so, and she was going through, and I told her thus da 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 da, and she was like, "Oh my God, I don't do that. I'm not doing that." Because I believe that when God allows me to prophesy to someone, that's between me and them. I'm sorry. That's between them and God. He just used me as the messenger. I will not exploit my gifts. I won't do it. And guess what else? God won't allow anybody else to exploit mine. I'm here for kingdom. I thank God for every person there's only been three men of God who have who have been my covering since I've gotten saved. And I'm, I'm a very dedicated person to ministry. I'm very, very dedicated to ministry. My husband came into my life and we together are very, very dedicated to ministry because of our love for God. But God won't allow us to be fooled. He won't. And I thank God for the coverings, the, the three coverings that I've had. But when it gets to a certain point and I have to move on, I'm going to be obedient. And I'm going to move on. Where I am right now, I thank God for it. But I know that some things are only for a season. I'm not going to worry about, I'm not going to be anxious for anything. I'm not going to be saying, Lord, is my time up? And all. No, I'm just going to do what God says to do. And I'm going to move how he tells me to move and when he tells me to move. Because I'm kingdom and I'm Christian. I'm not church folk. I'm not. 
you lose your mind trying to be that. <laughs> when God said in his word, let this mind be in thee, which is also in who? Christ Jesus. We got to let our mind be in him. If we do that, then you are like him. You are living the way he said that he created you to live, according to Genesis 1 26. Church folk don't live like that. Your conversa- if your conversations are not seasoned with God in it, I'm not saying that every time somebody say, hey, how you doing? You're saying, I'm blessed and highly favored. How you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. How you doing? I'm ruling. I'm this and that. Listen, how you doing? I'm good. I'm well. Thank you for asking. How are you? Church folk brag on themselves and try to act like they got it going on and you need to get like them. A Christian brags on Jesus and tells you, how they got like the way they are when you admire the things about them and you say oh my god I see the anointing on your life there's a glow on you there's a, a fire within you it's all about the one who put it in there that's what Christians do they always always point to Jesus church folk just talk about themselves let's break away from that if you if you have some type of um, if you can relate to some of the, the church folk ways it's time for you to break out of that mess you're a Christian, you keep on pushing. Yes, there'll be there'll be hard times. Yes, there'll be difficult days. But God will be with you and deliver you out of them all. He says that in his word. Tests and trials come. They come to make you strong. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but he will deliver you out of them all. He said afflictions of the righteous. When church folk get afflicted, they don't come to church. It's easy for church folk not to come when they, I ain't feeling good. Oh, I ain't got no gas in my car. No, it's time for me to take a break. We've been ministering for the longest. I ain't doing it. I'm tired. We don't rock like that. Christian folk going on regardless. They pressing through. Christian folk ain't trying to make, no, Christians, I'm sorry. Christians don't try to make a name for themselves. Church folk does that. If Jesus is in you, let him shine. If you're a Christian, let Christ shine. He said that if I be lifted up, I'll do the drawing unto me. He's talking about himself. And he's talking about a drawing that's in you, Christ in you. God will draw people to you because of the Christ in you. Church folk don't, don't draw nobody to them. And when they do, it be the same type of people they are. Church folk messy, they got a whole messy crew. If church folks sit around gossiping all the time, they sit around a lot of gossiping people. If church folk lying, they sitting around liars. They're in the company of liars. Church folks sneaky, they all sneaking together. Be the example that God has called you to be. Break out of, break fast out of your old ways. You have we've only been in this year for seven days. Seven days. Come on, let's make it, y'all. Let's do it. Let's do what we got to do and press through. I thank God for this year that has passed. I celebrate my son yesterday. If you're on Facebook, you saw the post. I celebrated him. We went through a lot of stuff last year. I thought my son was going to be dead. I thought he was, and if if he lived, he was going to be a vegetable. 
gather with the saints, Christians, not church, church folk. I gather with the Christians. And we prayed and believed God. We spoke life and life manifested itself. And he is well and I thank God for that. I thank God for that. Church folk, they just come to church. They want to be seen and heard. Christians want to see what God sees and they want to hear what God has to say. And they lead by example. Let's be that. Let's do that. And before we leave, I just want to say a little prayer. Lord God, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for another opportunity to love on you, another opportunity to learn more about you, Lord God. I just thank you, Father, for your grace and for your mercy. I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for every listener, Lord God. I ask that you touch them, that you bless them, that you enable them to be everything that you have designed for them to be before they were even created in their mother's womb. I thank you for the peace of God that surpasses all of our understanding. I thank you that we will break fast into the many blessings that you have for us in this new year. And we ask all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Be blessed, you guys. Talk to you real soon.